Right, let me pray. Heavenly Father, we just want to come before you and enjoy what we want to say. Thank you, Jesus, that you are Lord. We just come before you and submit everything at your feet, we pray. Pray that you use me for your rest of your work. I may share a bit of your gospel, share a bit of your word in a, in a way that just helps us understand who we are better than you. Your holy name, amen. I mean, I just realized I left the clicker here, so let me just put it back this as well. Okay, right. Who enjoys Toy Story? Who enjoys it? You like Toy Story? Do you, yeah, I've watched all of them. you watched all of them? Yeah. Who, who else has watched all the Toy Story films? Adults who watch Toy Story films? Do you not? Tell you what, they're really good. Because each Toy Story film, I believe, takes, a, takes these toys on a journey. So if you look at the first Toy Story film, the first Toy Story film is when Buzz is trying to figure out he's a toy, but what he's trying to say, you're more than just a toy. So it says, you're a toy, but there's more to life being a toy. It's better belonging to someone who can say you are their toy. You know what? That's a really good storyline. Really helpful. And if we look at the story of Forky, uh, this kind of mindset is where he's at. We're kind of saying, well, I'm trash. That's all I am. Trash. Like, that's what he's trying to chase for. And what Woody is trying to help Forky understand is you're no longer trash. You're something more than that. There's something better than that. It kind of adds to our question, as we're looking at our origin series, it adds to part of the question of who are we? What's our roots? Where are we actually from? What was our origination? What are we meant to be? What has happened to this? And when we head into Revelation, we kind of hear the fulfillment of that. What's to come of who we are? What's next after understanding identity in Christ? The Bible backed by Genesis, starting who we are and how the whole story maps this reconciliation story, this love story of Jesus painting this glorious picture of becoming who we are. Now we have how we head into Revelation, what comes next? It's beautiful. Who would have thought Toy Story 4 would help us unpack a little bit of the origin series, eh? But it does, as we understand this problem a bit more. Part of Forky's problem is he can't get past this understanding. All I am is trash. I'm just trash. I'm not a toy. And what do you say? No, you're more than that. Just trash. I love trash. Send me to trash. That's, that's all his kind of thinking is. Truth be told, even though we don't say the same thing, we might at times have similar thoughts. We might not be saying the same thing, but sometimes we might have similar thoughts. And they're kind of way. For example, when Ian began the series, let's see if this works. Oh, sorry, Miss. Sorry, can you click on the next verse? When Ian began the series, he started with Genesis 1, um, 27 to 28. These kind of important words that backbone this understanding what Ian was talking about of identity, how God created us. God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over fish of the sea and over birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on earth. That's who we were originally created for. And there's a crude call for that, for what we were made for. So why at times do we not feel, feel like that? Well, Adam covered last week, the idea of the fall. What happened to humanity? Sin came into the world, and therefore we're in this moment where that original calling, what was over us, is no longer what we feel like. We feel like, at times, trash. 
or something similar or some kind of sentiment that aligns to that in some feeling. In fact, it can feel like um, we base ourselves on things that we do or like. This is where, can we look at your forks, okay? So let's have a look at these. Um, someone's fork, are you going to buy that? It's interesting. It's an interesting identity. Probably someone who likes shopping, someone who kind of like, maybe what they're thinking is they're always going to shop stuff. I like reading, I'm good at reading. Fair enough. It's what someone kind of says over us in that kind of way. Let's have a look at one more. Um, you should just go for it. Interesting. So maybe someone who might kind of be hold back, be a bit cautious, that should kind of go for things. These are different things that are put on people's books in this kind of way. Um, wow. Okay, I just saw this one. I won't I will read out that one. Man, okay. You're mean. It's things that people say to us, things like these that people betray over us. We can do it ourselves. I'm good. I'm good at football, so I'm a footballer. I play play good at football, so I'm a footballer. I'm good at art, so I'm an artist. Our friends have said. Some people have said that I'm kind of picky, so I'm judgmental. There's things that people, the world kind of says that we paint as titles and we say over us as kind of identity that starts speaking over us. Here's the problem with that. What happens when that doesn't hold? What happens? Let's say I'm really good at football. I'm not, by the way. If you know me, you definitely know I'm not sporty. But like, let's say I'm good at football and suddenly I have an injury that takes me up for the rest of my career. What then? What happens? The problem with what has happened with the fall is our origination has started to come down to application. Our identity is based on what we do, what we like, what character we think we are. Our identity is based on things but the problem with all of those things is what then happens? What then occurs? If something breaks, what then occurs? Our origin is rooted. It was meant to be rooted as the beginning in paradise, in oneness with God, in unity with him. Daniel, and okay, this is why you're going to that. But we end up turning away from that. Think about this, right? We, we they all have wooden forks. Think about if I was trying to actually use a wooden fork. I don't know if you have you used one of these wooden forks that like we have fish and yeah. chips and stuff like that. Yeah, they're useless, really, aren't they? They're, they're really terrible. Like when you go to the beach uh, and, and you have fish and chips and you get a wooden fork and a wooden knife, a wooden knife that literally is just like wood with splinters in it. Like it's just absolutely useless. And you get these wooden forks and you stab kind of some food. And you stab a chip, and they're kind of, you know, classic fish and chips down the beach, they're a bit soggy, you know, like, British love a soggy fish and chips. You stab a chip, and it just deteriorates around the fork. Or you stab a bit of fish, and with the batter that comes off, and the fish just kind of sallies away. It's, they, are, they are useless, they are actually terrible. Like, if I was trying to really go and, like, Try and have some, I would have to really stab it to try and get some way to get this fork in the apple. But truthfully, they're a bit rubbish. Sometimes, instead of these that need to go in the bin, we need a proper one. We need a proper fork. A steel, cold steel fork. That actually makes a difference at times. That actually, with the lighter touch, it easily penetrates into the apple. It easily picks up food. The reality is, our old identity, what we base on things, are like forks that can just break away. 
We need something that is substantial, something that penetrates into the heart, something that holds up against any food, any identity, any moment. We need an understanding of who we actually are and the cold hard truth of it. That's what Jesus did. He reconciled our origin. He reconciled who we are. That no longer do we need to say that I'm me or anything like that. That's no longer our identity, but we get given our identity of saying, I'm a child of God. I'm bought with a price. That's what we can kind of look at this wonderful truth. We can rejoice in Psalm 139 if we go to the mess. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. We can hold on to truth like this. That you, regardless of where you are in life, regardless of what happened, you were made by God in perfection image of him. You were knitted in that way. We can look at Ephesians 2 verse 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We have been brought back with reconciliation. God has won us again. What is said in Genesis is now what we can live in. I'm slightly summarizing what origin the series that we're looking at. In, I'm kind of speaking at a high level, but the reality is to you all, to you all and to us all, that is what the purpose of this story is. It's no longer this identity that we're trying to find ourselves on that is weak and will fail. We can find ourselves recognizing something that will withstand the test of time in this present age and forevermore. That's what occurs. How? That's the fundamental question, right? I'm painting to you um, an, an amazing truth. But the question is, how? Right, kids, can you remember this last series that we've been doing at Hope Kids? What is the series we've been doing? Go on, Jeremy. We've been doing I Ams, yeah. So we look at the I Ams in the Gospel of John. What was the one and our Gemma did it, so you better remember. What was the one that you covered last week? What did you cover last week in the I am? I am the what? Do you remember? Last week. Oh, what did you say about? I am the shepherd. I am the good shepherd. Yeah, big up. Well done. I am the good shepherd. Really, really well done. Um, we covered that last week, and we can actually find the answer to this question of how in that passage. So if we go to the next one, John 10, 10 to 11. The thief comes to only steal, kill and destroy. I came and they may have life, have abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. That's the question how. Do you remember that last week? Yeah. Yes, maybe. No. Oh, you don't, Jobber? Okay, let's not talk Jobber now, okay. Um, do you guys remember this? Yes. Good. God, Jesus, is the good shepherd. He's the good shepherd. He's the shepherd that ushers in his sheep. He's the shepherd that doesn't only usher in his sheep. He's the shepherd that lays down his life for his sheep. That's how good he is. He comes to bring life, life to the full. This is a clear calling, family. It's a clear calling that it's not just a small thing. It's not just a moment. He's a good shepherd that doesn't kind of pet a sheep's head and go... There, there, off you go. He's a shepherd that lays down his life for his sheep. Jesus is the one that has saved our origin. The old foundation that Adam and Eve created, that old foundation that is broken, 
that is wooden and rotted and will fall apart, Jesus has come to give us a clear foundation of cold hard steel that will last the test of time. That's what Jesus has done. Romans 5 verse 8 reminds us of this. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Here's the truth. My works, my efforts, my abilities to add more to my life, maybe kind of put two forks together to make it a bit stronger, does nothing. Does absolutely nothing. Because before I was a sinner, Christ died. Before I was a sinner. I don't need to make myself look any better. I don't need to add more forks to my capacity, to my identity. All of them are garbage to a certain degree compared to knowing Jesus as Lord. And I feel in my heart as I was preparing this that there is probably one or two of us that need to remind ourselves of this or hear this for the first time. That maybe your life has been built on a, a flurry of forks trying to find what is best but every single time something breaks the next one just goes into the trash next one goes into the trash next one goes in the trash actually you need to know who you can be you need to know who jesus has called you to be which he has spoken over you as ian kind of shared earlier as adam and chris and mark bless the lord all my soul you can declare that with full assurance of knowing who you are it's very simple. It's taking your wooden fork and saying, yeah, it doesn't belong to me. And picking up one that will work all the time, an identity, identity that will hold the test of time. That's what it is. Zephaniah 3 verse 17 gives us a gorgeous encouragement of what the Father does. The Lord your God is in our midst, the mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exalt over you with loud singing. That's our God. Have you ever felt that someone wants to rejoice over you with gladness? Well, our Heavenly Father does. He's, he's not going to do so. He does. Have you ever felt the warmth and love and quietness of abundant love over you? Our Heavenly Father does. You don't have to do anything to make that happen. He does. That's for us as well. Our Heavenly Father is the Good Shepherd that calls us and loves us. And the call is not just for the adults, the call is for all of us. And it's very simple, beloved. It's very easy. It's a gentle way of just saying, sorry, thank you, please. Sorry for what I've done. Thank you, Jesus, for choosing me, for dying for me. And please, Holy Spirit, help me to live my life for you. It's very simple. But a simple sentence, a simple verse, changes our identity, changes our origin. It changes us back into what we were purposely made for and more. And I, I don't want to really leave without giving an opportunity for this to happen for all of us, regardless of our age. Do you want to stand with me? Okay. Look at the stand. The same here. Yeah? We're just going to ask them to shut their eyes. Yeah? We're not, that doesn't add to us, but it's physically helping us to just close our eyes and don't distract each other. Close our eyes so we can concentrate on what's going on internally and spiritually is happening externally in our bodies. Yeah? Because I'm going to ask them to close their eyes, don't be freaked out with that. Happy? Good. So close our eyes. Just close our eyes. This is a moment individually and personally for you. You may have come to church many, many times. You may have heard this, this message many, many times. You may have heard it for the first time. But every time there's a fresh opportunity to say, you know what? 
I want to choose him. And I'm just going to help us in this simple prayer. Um, and it's helpful for us pastorally to just ask and give a call. In a sense, as I said, what's going on internally is helping to sometimes express physically. So I'm going to give a call that if you want to pray this prayer for the first time, if you gently raise your hand, I'm only the one looking, um, and it's helpful for me pastorally just to kind of see where people are at. But if you want to pray this prayer of saying, Jesus, I want you to be my origin, I want you to be my foundation. If you want to pray this prayer for the first time, kids, I please you as well. You want to just raise your hand? Just you wanting to pray this for the first time? Just want to raise your hand. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. I'm going to just pray this prayer. If you want to repeat these words after me, please do so. And then I'm going to stand by the ministry team at the end, to my, to my right. So, I'm going to be saying these words after me. Heavenly Father, I'm sorry for how I've lived my life. Thank you that you died for me. Thank you that you chose me. Jesus, I choose you. And I give my life to you. Help me to live for you. For your name. Big up. Hey kids, I love you from the bottom of my heart. Bless you. Well done, guys. We're going to close out every closing prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for the time we could be a family. Thank you for your goodness and your glory, for your mercy. Thank you that you have given us a new foundation, a new origin in you. In your holy name, Amen.